Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Ladies, there's two concepts I really want to hit hard on in this moment. There's two principles that are frequently taught that are completely messing up the therapeutic process. One of them is the phrase, to be honest. Because what that phrase really means in my experience is to say something without thinking about it. To say something before I process it, to say something before I carefully craft it. If you have to start a sentence with to be honest, that also implies that the rest of the time you talk, you're not being honest. Please do not start sentences with to be honest. The second thing, I know this is a popular thing in the literature, expressing your feelings in an unprepared fashion. I just need to tell you how I feel. I just need to tell you how I feel. I just need to tell you how I feel, okay? That does not help you and it does not help him. It might help you if you have a therapeutic type listener where their ears are not part of the process. I do agree that many people need to be verbal processors, but do not use your spouse for your verbal processing partner, right? I also was shocked when I found out that you actually have to be more careful and more refined and more skilled with your spouse than with anybody else. I don't know who told us that our spouse is the person we get to make a mess on and then clean it up for everybody else. Hey, hi, let me damage you with my practice efforts and then I'll go use my new skills on other people. So please, it is appropriate to share your feelings with your partner in a well-prepared, carefully crafted setting where your words are very carefully chosen and actually match what is your message. I've got a mess I'm cleaning up with, with a couple I'm working with right now where one of the people said something that was not well thought out. It was a rough draft version of what they're trying to express. The catastrophe that's happening with the listener in that scenario that is still ruminating over an inaccurate piece of communication. And I've got a mess to clean up because someone expressed their feelings without being uh, carefully combing through it to make sure it was actually accurate. So don't share your feelings in rough draft unless you're in a state of psychological intimacy. Let me take just a moment to express what that means differently. In psychological intimacy, you're sharing rough drafts on purpose because you're both trying to figure something out. It's not because you're trying to dump your feelings on another person, okay? It's not that you're trying to get them to resolve it for you. And so whoever came up with the idea that a part of marital repair process is to undisciplinedly dump your strong feelings on the other person. I've never seen that be a useful part of a marriage repair process. And you can say all day long, well, I have a right to do that and I deserve to do that. That's fine. You can say that, but it won't help anything. Sorry, it's taken me years to feel a lot of confidence behind disagreeing with some of those philosophies, but I have yet to see them actually help. I'm scared to death of where this profession would go if we didn't have the hints or blatant declarations of the prophets to give us the idea of where we should go in our profession. 
specifically the concept of do not rely upon the arm of flesh and thou shalt have no other gods before me and I am the well of living life. You all know how scary it is to be in a relationship with a man whose good behaviors depend on you. Most of you have been blamed for his misbehaviors because you weren't there for him or you were rude to him or something like that. And if this guy's psychology and behavior is dependent on your stability and you look in the future and you go, I'm going to be in a, a developing human female for another 50 plus years, which means by definition, I will be unstable. I will be off sometimes. I will be unreliable sometimes. And you're going, therefore, he will lose battles because of me. Once you watch a man start to get his anchor, his rope tied to God stronger than to yours, and he starts demonstrating that he can be psychologically and behaviorally successful no matter what condition you're in. And then, first of all, notice how that feels just describing it. Like, oh my gosh, what a relief. How, how lovely that would be to know that this man can, can take care of his own brain and behavior and spirit without relying on my brain because I can't be, I, I've got to have latitude to do my own developing work. The same is true the other way around where it's been made more clear to us that women are invited to have a direct connection with God without having to wait for their husbands to be in a certain state of mind. And you also get to be clear headed, uplifted, strong and stable, even if he's a mess. So if a guy says, I fell off a bridge, I crashed the car, I, I, I lost a battle, whatever it is, and you go, okay. And they're like, wait, what? You're not going to fall apart into a million pieces? I'm resilient. I've got my own connection to God. I'm good. So when we eliminate the I'm doing it wrong because of you, and I'm doing it wrong because of you, and I'm doing it wrong because of you, it stabilizes everything, and we wouldn't be able to figure that out without modern prophets giving us clues as to how to do psychology correctly. Because I don't want to wait around for scientists to do experiments on rats to figure that one out. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.